he, he said to me, he thinks he could sit in his bed all day, right, and build any business in any sector and be successful. I, just that sentence, treat others how you want to be treated. Mm. But I might want to be treated a different way to Alex, how Alex wants to be treated, how you might want to be treated, how Dan might want to be treated. Yeah. So I always think, treat other people how they want to be treated. We'll just wait for Alex to finish right. on his phone. So should we go through the questions? Do you want us to go through the questions rather than have... Sorry, some of us work? have actual deals going on. Can't even spell deal. Of course I can, it's D-E-E-L. Should we just sit here and just chat shit and drink wine? This is what we're doing anyway. Yeah, true. basically every podcast. welcome to the podcast. Welcome to episode eight of the Three Entrepreneur podcast. And today we are going to be speaking about AI. But before we do, we are going to get ourselves into this little tradition of getting a cool drink. So yesterday, uh, one of us went to Berry Brothers and Rudd, which is a really famous wine shop in St. James's. And um, it's quite expensive. It's three figures. Three figures. I won't say exactly how much, but uh, you guys owe me money. Let's just say that. <laughs> I bought a bottle opener. Should do that unwrapping. Wow, look this at that. This is my housewarming gift from my friend Anton. Thanks, Aww. Anton. What's it called, Benj? Senna. Senna from uh, Chile. <laughs> it's pronounced Chile. Chile. Uh, 2020. Um, Couple of years. And it looks red. <clears throat> so. Do you want to read out the... Um, the blurb at the back? Senna is a it. sign or signal extended to all who follow their dreams. Senya's founders, Robert Mondavi and Eduardo Chadwick, shared a dream and joined forces to make a truly exceptional wine that would demonstrate Chile's world-class quality. Senya, a Bordeaux-style blend from Chile, is the finest expression of the Val de Aconcagua terroir. What's the alcohol content? Skip to the alcohol content. That's it. 13.5% alcohol, 75 centilitres. How could it be from Chile if it's from Bordeaux, though? Uh, If you listen to me, I said it was a a Bordeaux-style blend. Bordeaux-style from Chile. It takes one hour to decant. So what we're going to do is we're going to open it now, and then we're going to come back in an hour and uh, continue filming the podcast. Okay, we're back. One hour later, today, we are going to be speaking about AI. What is AI? Artificial intelligence. Mm. Good. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Why don't you give us a brief what what AI is first? Okay, so AI is uh, intelligence, but it's artificial. (laughs) And basically, yeah... What you can do is, yeah. <laughs> tell you what, I've got an idea. You caught me off guard, mate. Okay, I, don't, what, I, no, asked, I've really, I asked the question. I've got an idea. Okay. Someone's calling you, by the right. way. Right, yeah. I've got an idea. No, 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 no. Let, chat, chat. let me finish, because now it's going to look like I'm going to look like an idiot. I have to ask you that question now. You don't know what now. it is. He's I do know what it is. I, 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 I think, look, I'm, I've, so I've just opened up the app, ChatGPT. Okay? I swear I know what it is. I'm going to ask an AI tool what AI is, and let's see what the answer is. Because this is like coming from the, coming from the horse's mouth. This is coming from ChatGPT. So it's like coming from so, the robot's right. mouth. Fine. So, what? I don't think they have is AI. Put my plugins in. Right, you ready? Okay. So AI or artificial intelligence is a branch of computer science that aims to create systems capable of performing tasks that would usually require human intelligence. 
It goes on quite a little bit, about four paragraphs here. But I think that first line kind of sums it up, doesn't it? So, it so a, branch, yes. a branch of computer science that aims to create systems capable of performing tasks that would usually require human intelligence. Yes, that's actually a very good way of putting it, ChatGPT. <laughs> I mean, a bit biased though, talking about themselves. Asking ChatGPT to describe itself. Yeah. Um, okay. okay, so basically, yeah, what it is, is it provides people with tools that we, we didn't have, I don't know how many years ago, what? A year or 18 months ago? We didn't... Years, wow. yeah. I don't know when ChatGPT came out. It's probably been behind the scenes for a while. But it's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I've used it a few times to help me write emails. You know, I'd copy and paste the email I've drafted into ChatGPT and say, make this more professional or make this less aggressive or make this less, I don't know... Sarcastic. Sexy, because I'm just too <laughs> much sometimes. Um, and it tones it down for me. Mate, I use it, I send every it every day. Every day. Do you? Like... What not, for? Every, like everything now like i've got to the point where i'm on the train and i normally look at like prime resi and all the news the real estate news and bits and bobs but sometimes you need snippets so literally what i do is i will take a link i'll put it into chat gpt i'll say hi uh, thank you Bob. can you summarize this for me and give me the main points and it'll give me like three or four quick sentences of the main points on the next so one. you've Every upgraded day. to the plus because I, that yeah. can't the, the <clears throat> yeah the the Joe the Bloggs one. version can't have access to the internet. Yeah. So yeah. You I've, pay, I've, what is it, $20 a month? I think does it's that about allow that. It, uh, sorry. Uh, does that allow you to connect it to Siri as well? Uh, hey yeah, Siri Pro. You can do that. I mean, but for me, it's like this, like, well, I don't know how many plugins there are. There's hundreds and hundreds, but it's something for everything. And mm. that is one of the plugins where I can literally take a, uh, an article online or a, literally a link, put it into it. And it can summarize it all up for me. Mm. Cool. I use it to, to put together when I look at pitches. Um, like you said, with emails. Um, it can search people online, find out a bio on them. So if I'm maybe going to go out and see someone new that I've never met before, I can say, hey, can you give me some research and background information on Alex Evagora? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I mean, the, I always find, I, I always find, and I use it as well, it's only as good as the input that you put in. Yeah. You know, so for example, if you say, give me a profile on Benji Weinberg, I would imagine you have to be a little bit more specific. Mm. Um, and, you know, I think we'll probably come on to it in terms of, is it going to create jobs? Are jobs going to be lost yeah. off the back of it? I think there will be a massive skill set in terms of people that will be able to get the best out of the AI and mm. your chat GPTs, for example. Yeah. And will know the best prompts. Yeah. Um, to to get out of it and yeah. i'm you know play around with it the whole time yeah you know find myself i've got the app on my phone now which is lethal before it was on my computer now yeah. it's on my phone and i'm always talking to it yeah thinking how it reacts to certain things like putting in like blurbs for posts social handles everything like that uh yeah it's crazy we'll just wait for alex to finish right. on his phone so should we go through the question you want us to go through the questions rather than Sorry, have some of us a... have actual deals going on you can't even spell deal you know of course i can it's D-E-E-L-Z. There's a silent N. Just to let you know. Step Brothers. That was brilliant. So good. Are you saying Pam or Pam? Oh, the N is silent. That's where we were going wrong. No. Pam. Oh, it's two M's. 
Should we just sit here love and just chat shit and drink wine? Yeah. This is what we're doing anyway. <laughs> yeah, true. That's basically every podcast. And welcome <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. People that have listened, this is just like. We should change the name to Chang Shit with the three entrepreneurs. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. What what benefits do you think AI will have on the real estate industry? <sighs> I think for for me, AI <clears throat> in any sector. Let's have a look at any sector first. Like be, be okay. an overview. I think it's going to help with systems, processes, customer journeys, um, the distribution of data. Uh, so I think that in our industry, it's going to help. Well, literally what I just said. I think it's going to help our customer journey, how we can interact with clients, how quickly information gets given to clients, which normally sometimes is a human error or, or, or you have to wait two or three hours before you get something. I think it'd be automatic. I think um, customer journey of how they go onto your website, how they interact. I think it was exponentially going to be able to, you know, to, to um, smoothen the process for a lot mm. of businesses. Sounds like Benji might even, with the use of AI, be able to be as good as agents as us <laughs> one day. Can't open up a door, though. So. Adding, <laughs> no. uh, Benji yeah. <laughs> I think adding on to your point with a slightly different angle, whilst I think it's going to improve the level of service that the client will ultimately um, experience, I think it will be, it will allow us agents to be better at our jobs, not just because we have all of this um, AI and all these new plugins that can make our lives easier, but because it makes our lives easier, I can be better at the things that I enjoy. Yeah. So for example, I can go and meet my client. Yeah. You know, I can go and be more personable and those sort of things because my time is freed up. Yeah. So whilst <clears throat> the AI will allow the client to have a better experience because the job is easier, mm. their relationship with their client, like us, you know, for example, will be stronger because yeah. my time will be massively freed up. I don't need to be sat at my desk doing mundane, repetitive emails, yeah. which perhaps a plugin could do. Mm. I can go out and meet them for a coffee at Chilton. 100%. Mate, funny enough, earlier I was in Home House. I was speaking to a wealth manager that I was just meeting today. And as we sat there, I had an email from a, a buyer of mine and she had received a brochure. So our system, if people don't know our system, I won't tell our system, but we've got a system here at DDRE where if a property comes on the market now, let's say it's with Knight Frank down the road, uh, that property, all the, the pictures, the assets, the floor plans, obviously get turned into our branding um, and then get sent out directly to buyers that match that criteria of property. That's it, give away our system. But so, I mean, they don't know. But we were at an hour's meeting earlier and, your, and your job was done for you and my job has been done for me and, and, it, and it's in the, the quickest way as soon as it's uploaded like this you know i could have like seen it maybe this evening and maybe sent the message tomorrow i don't think other companies can even do that like that is amazing you know that distribution the next, of data within seconds you know what the next step will be mm. it will go one step further that person the ai will have access to your email yeah they'll see you've received an email saying i'd like to view this property you will be able to set up prompts that will automatically respond to that email yep. saying, here's a link to my Outlook and your Outlook will show her what's free, what's not free yep. and she'll book in a viewing. Wicked. So the next step will be will. you will get an email sure saying you can do that. viewing request on this day at yeah, this time. 100%. I'm sure you can do that. I met an AI guy last week. Blew my mind. Okay. Is he real? Real. Or artificial. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm obviously just starting to learn more and more about it and I, there's, it seems like there's blocks like ChatGBT, like yeah. you said, Benji, it's like you have to put kind of data and stuff into it and it gives you answers. If you want to automate um, and automate all these systems and processes, you almost have to build up 
AI blocks. So like if uh, information comes in, depending on the answer, it goes to something else, something else, like it's like a, a domino effect. But he said to me that he's worked for a company that did newsletters, okay, a monthly newsletter. And first of all, all the AI did all the newsletters for them. Then they put in their CRM, they say they've got a thousand people. It would, this ne next level of platform would say, tell me everything about Alex Evagora, okay? And it would look through everything online, LinkedIn, oh in social followers, and it will come up with basically the first paragraph of my newsletter saying like, hey, Alex, like, did you have fun in Bali? Let's say you've been to Bali. Like, I saw you got, you know, I saw you got engaged last year. Congratulations. You know, you say like well, Benji, so this thing can actually I see you where know, you went. Arsenal, Arsenal playing on Saturday against Tottenham. Like, man, are you nervous? Wow. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it will tailor that first paragraph. That's nuts. And it said, everything's automated. So all that And then the hours, rest will be, so the first half will be tailored to who's receiving tailor, it. So it's a bit like Ren. Bits and bobs. It's like Ren right? mixed then, with. It's also like, he was then putting it into real estate. He would be like, so let's say some of your clients are Marlebone based. So then the, first, no, the second paragraph is just Marlebone data. Because obviously you don't want your Marlebone data going to your clients in Chelsea. It's kind of irrelevant for them. Mm. And he said, if you build up these blocks, he was like, I, he, he said to me, he thinks he could sit in his bed all day, right? And build any business in any sector and be successful. Mm. Because he said, I know where to get the data from. I know how to read it. I know how to process it, you know? And I know how to then distribute it. So I think the key thing is again, you know, not to repeat myself, is is the data that you input. Mm. Because you have to sit and you have to put time. You know, people will think AI is just going to do everything for you. But the AI, again, is only as good as the info you, you feed it. Yeah. So for example, you have to be able to tell it, you're an Arsenal fan, you live in Marlebone, those sort of things. So the CRM will have to have all of that information there mm. to know how to automate it. You know, did, did you say that it scrapes it though from the internet? Yeah, but this, or, one, this one scrapes it from the internet. Okay, is that so how accurate like can that be? Plug, how, that's plugins though. That's like again, all, all of these plugins, plugins, all of these plugins basically um, scrape together. Like there's one like yesterday, I think I looked on this like, AA Root Planner because we're going to Gatwick, Quintilago next week. I put into ChatGPT like quickest way and it, because of the plugin, it knows all the routes, where to go, the best thing, X, Y, and Z, any traffic come like, like predicted for next, for like Wednesday morning. Mm. Like it's crazy and that's a plugin. So it's like all these plugins adapt to all the information like you're saying, Benjamin. In, that's all the data that goes into the back end of it effectively mm. well so so talking about kinder delight you know i've i'm thinking about planning my honeymoon and we're toying between ideas and perhaps japan is on the radar <gasps> I, I wanted to go to japan we, we, we can go don't worry we but not together but harry doesn't want to go <laughs> and i t i typed into chat gpt that's going to japan for three weeks create me an itinerary for a honeymoon two minutes later Day one to day three, day three to day five. Sick. Tokyo, Kobe, it's just insane. It's created Sick. a yeah. whole plan. Mental. And wedding speeches? Um, no. Can I also, do you know what, for, and she won't mind me saying this, our colleague Rasa. Okay. So obviously Rasa. Um, what's her surname? from Lithuania? Yeah, what's her surname again? Uh, I don't know how to Bagdona pronounce Yeah, that's it. Especially. Well done. Mate, that's first time been practicing that um <laughs> anyway so rasa um obviously a colleague of ours um uses it every single day obviously she's sometimes conscious chat of, gpt yeah chat gpt um in writing emails and, every, and so on and so on um and for her it's like it's the best thing in the world because english because isn't her first language it's not her first language you know um so it's like us going to abroad and like you know it's going to take years and years and decades for us to get you know mm. 
completely fluent in, 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 in and also how you pronounce things and write it down. Um, I think the same with Ollie as well. <laughs> Ollie Hamilton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what posh to uh, yeah. make this posh. less posh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think English is his first language. <laughs> Even that, he um, just can't write. But she, you know, for her, it's like it's an everyday, it's an everyday thing now. Mm. It's like it's, you know, it's great for her. Good. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's. I think it's gonna change if you can get ahead of it now and learn and kind of throw yourself in at the deep end to extent and mm. because it is a bit of a black hole out there and we're like novices at this so we don't really know we know like the, the bare minimum of, of AI um, but you have to kind of chuck yourself in and play around with it and then I think you start to see the value that it adds yeah it's like with anything how can AI help real estate professionals identify and predict market trends more accurately do you know I literally was reading this I mean I'm Sorry, I need to stop. If I'm getting a bit boring, just, just tell me. No, um, not at all, please. You're a bit boring, mate. Sorry. <laughs> stop there. But so this, this is a great question. Um, again, with all this AI and data, this, you know, they can look back at previous data, previous markets across the globe, how things reacted during certain periods of time, how much prices increased, how much they, they, de they decreased because of certain scenarios. So... When you then type into it, you know, we're just going through a bit of political uncertainty or we're just going through a little bit of high interest rates. What it does is it looks back at previous times in history when we've had that. Interesting. And it will review all the data and it will give predictions. But these predictions are based on facts and data. Mm. So again, like Benny said, if you put in good questions that detail what you're looking for, it's like, how long would it take us to go back through like 2008 and all these play, you know, times when there was like, high interest we, you know, to reveal the data where would we find that data that actually brings us on to the next question which is in what ways can ai enhance the efficiency of property valuations and appraisals i think mm. you've just said it uh, yeah but i've i've got a bit of a gripe okay we like price per square foot you know things can be a bit too price per square foot driven in london yeah you know um and you have to go inside the property. You have to look at it. You have to see the finishing, like an unmod. They might have modernized it. You know, so someone that buys something get 10 million pounds unmod a year ago and they've spent 5 million pounds on it. It might be worth 18, 19 million now. If you put it into like a data prediction, you know, it's like with these Zoopla estimates, you know, and the, the AI technology says, oh, the market's come on 9% this year. So that 10 million was now worth like 11 million or 12 million. Hasn't taken into consideration the interior. So... I think that there is certain elements which will never take away mm. what we, you know, human touch and feel and, and vision and... Yeah, well, I mean, so adding on to your, the question you just asked, so I've... Yeah, how will it enhance? So I've got um, two very close friends that have recently set up a business. Um, I think it's going to be game-changing for... Um, for, the, for the valuation side of the business, as, as you said. It's a company called Valos. And essentially, they, whilst they don't automate the final figure for a red book valuation, obviously we're estate agents, but if you were to speak to a CBRE, a JLL, the Knight Frank valuations team, they do red book Never valuations, which, which, which we don't do. We do more desktop valuations <laughs> for um, guidance purposes for marketing yeah. properties. But when you're remortgaging or you're buying a property, you have to get a formal valuation. So these two guys um, were at large corporate companies and were valuers. Uh, you know, they were accredited 
got their degrees and masters and blah de blah with these letters next to their names. And they saw a gap in the market thinking, well, hang on, what we do is very repetitive for evaluation. So probably 60 to 70% of the, of the same stuff or the same mechanisms of how they get their data mm. is, is consistent across the board. Yeah. So whereas before perhaps it could take two weeks to get from point A to point Z, they have got from point A to let's say point X, not to the final point in a click of a button yeah. in theory. So I agree with you, the final, you know, the, the condition, yeah. the finer details, which they, you know, highlight that they need the human side of things to input it and they want to work yeah. with the agents and the valuers rather than replace all of them. Mm. Um, it frees up so much of their time. So I think, you know, whether it can predict um, future trends remains to be seen. But in terms of, again, incorporating the AI and the tech that is available, it will just free up so much time. Yeah. So they have, I won't say who, we're going into too much detail, but they have signed up um, some of those big hitters and the names that I just mentioned mm. because they truly see the value in working with yeah. agents, valuers to use the tech to make their lives easier. So I don't think AI will ever replace us. Yeah. I think it will just make mm. our lives easier and make the time frame of our jobs a lot shorter. So having said that, and to build upon that point you just made, um, how, might, how might AI-powered chatbots and VAs, virtual assistants, revolutionize the customer service in the real estate industry? I mean, so when I was at, um, when I was at Knight Frank, there was, I believe, I think already an automated uh, chatbot yeah um so you would go on the, the website if you saw a property or you were hovering on a property for a certain amount of time uh something would pop up saying you know are you interested in this and then you'd have an automated conversation and it would get fed through to the local office um i think a chatbot is always very you know uh I'm impersonal like I always find it when I'm for example looking you know on, it's a chatbot you know it's you? a chatbot yeah. like if I'm going on my banking website for example or I'm trying to th or, or the doctor's surgery and it's actually quite frustrating mm. I find to speak to an auto I mean look, if it's a very mundane question that you have like what are your opening hours that you can't be bothered to google and mm. you can get that very quickly but if you want beyond the first layer of just yeah. the generic question <clears throat> yeah. again it can't be replaced by yeah. a chatbot it has to be a human yeah. mm. I think there will be elements as I said you know the automated email if you get an email from someone saying uh, just received this email mm. would like to view it you know, fine, the next step can be great, would love to help you. Here's the link to my yeah. my calendar. Yeah. You know, so I think things like that. But when you need, if she wants to then ask actually which direction is the garden facing or uh, what time of day is it best to view it, that's only something perhaps you would be able to answer yeah, rather after than the a, chatbot. Yeah, after a bot. I think it, it's obviously going to advance, isn't it? All this technology is advancing, advancing mm. weekly. Yeah. And I'm sure probably at some point it will know what, what way the garden's yeah. facing and everything is. I think a lot of it <clears throat> for us as agents when we like speaking to people is that we don't just then want to talk to them about one property do we want to find out what all of their requirements are you want to get into the emotional side of things and find out about them the family yep. offer what suggestions like around maybe not exactly what they were looking for but there's a few options here or there but i'm sure what we do will at some point be the questions asked you know 
So uh, that's that's actually interesting you say that because I was going to ask you, um, like, what role can AI play in streamlining that process you just mentioned? So the property search process mm-hmm. and helping buyers find their ideal homes. How can AI enhance that? I mean, I think it's it's we've kind of touched upon it all earlier when we said before. Like, I've sat down at a meeting and someone received a a, a, a brochure. True. Well, so that's AI meeting. though. So um, we don't actually use AI. We have AI? somebody physically scraping the internet. No, that's the back end though. But when we still have a property on there and it and it links into it. Yeah, I see yeah, what you but mean. Every Someone's agency put that property has that. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course. That's just an alert. Yeah. But but no, not every agency has that though to an extent, because not every agency has that if it's not their listing. Mm. True. What we're very good at doing and by is the way, we, can offer we do make it very clear that it's not our listing. Yeah. We say oh, yeah, not ex- non-exclusive yeah, yeah, advisor. Yeah, but what we're very good at doing is, and I don't think we're the only company that does it, is that we really do offer our clients and our buyers 100% of the market, at least the on-market. Okay. We give them total market access. Yeah. Well, you say that, we do we still, we still put in off-market stuff off-market as well. But that's still not, through. I mean, there's probably some things which don't get on there, but we are probably the only agency, mm. I would say that, if you're registered with one of us now, okay, looking for a property... Okay, you know, you will know that anything on that market or, or half, three quarters of the off-market stuff, you're going to see. Yeah. And that is more powerful than receiving like 10 different emails from more like 10, 10 different agents yep. and uh, half the requirements are wrong. Um, and sometimes they don't even send it out because they've forgotten to do it. Yeah. They don't, they, you know, and that's happened. So... Yeah, like if you speak to an agency, can... for instance, in, I don't know, um, Hadley Wood or Camden two areas I know quite well um, and you speak to an estate agency and you say I'm looking for a property to buy or to rent I don't think you're going to get every single property that ever comes up in that area Never. you'll Never. probably get alerts for properties that they bring on mm-hmm. within that company yeah. but not I don't think anyone any does property think anyone does in the it. whole of that area bar us, bar, bar us, I don't but what's their it. incentive why would they do that we're going a bit off topic here away from AI but we would do it because we're well, relationship driven. They don't do it because it's time consuming. And it is it, time it, it's, consuming. It's, it can be, it's time but, consuming. It's okay, it's time consuming, but we, it's worth our time. We don't do it though. We don't do it. Personally, our, our in-house no, CRM does I'm it for us. No, I'm saying even like, why, why wouldn't they set up the alerts that we've done or the idea that we've had in-house, which is oh, to set up the alert for the whole, even if it's not our listing, they still get the alert. They don't, maybe they just don't have the tech. I don't think they jump on. They don't have the it. tech. Yeah. If, they, if the tech was available for them or they knew yeah. about it, why well, wouldn't they? I think it's because they can't be bothered. It's lazy. Look, a, agents, it's lazy. Say agents are lazy. Even I bet you this: if you speak to them, I bet they won't even physically go onto like Lomres or check right and say, "Just to let you know, there's this as well. I'm not listing it, but I can arrange a viewing for you yeah. if you want, mm-hmm. and then try and get a fee from that agent." I agree. Even if not, I've had agents. Uh, I've in the past, now we're way better, but I've in the past said, I'm really sorry, but I can't pay you a fee. Mm. No problem, let's show it anyway. And they keep the relationship. Mm. Mm. Good agency. So that's very good agency. Um, uh, but again, we're going off topic. Let's hit, stick to AI. Yep. But that's, that's an interesting point maybe for another day. Are there any concerns or ethical considerations associated with the increased use of AI in real estate? Yes. And... How can these be addressed? So <clears throat> data is, um, I won't say the name of a company, but I have another friend that works for one of the biggest um, real estate companies in the world. And 
they were worried that using ChatGPT, they're plugging in all the data. And as I said before, it feeds off the information that you give it. And they were very worried that putting all the data and the information that they have access to into ChatGPT mm. would then allow ChatGPT to use that to answer a question from another company yeah, because yeah. it only it becomes as big as the info that it gets. So I think they were creating a subsidiary specifically for them mm, interesting. That, that allowed them to plug all their data in that wasn't then to be released to anyone else. Yeah, yeah. So there is that issue, you know, mm. the data side of things and GDPR and, and releasing all that information. Mm. Um, but, you know, I think it's, um, uh, that's a problem of any industry, GDPR yeah. and releasing of data, mm. which is, is key. Yeah. So I that agree. is a concern. Okay. Yep. Any more concerns? They take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, I think there will be job losses. I don't know if that's probably one really? of, maybe one of the questions that comes up. I don't know, but in um, in real estate or in general? Oh, uh, in real estate, in every sector, hundred percent. What job exactly do you think in real estate? Oh, no offense, Claudia. It will be. Uh, I think no, it will no, be no. the support staff side yeah. of things. No offense, Dan, cameraman. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, you're not really doing much anyway. <laughs> but I can do anything for <laughs> you. <laughs> anything? No, no, no. On a serious <laughs> note, though, I, I honestly feel as well that it will it will drop out estate agents. <laughs> I reckon some estate agents who are lazy and they don't add value. If you don't add value yeah. to a client because you can do it all on AI, then why the yeah. fuck do I need you? Yeah, true. So true. The but then the AI that's an agent will just be a, a viewing booker. Yeah, but that, like, yeah, but there is so, like Ben, you said, there are so many other elements to our job, like the emotional side at how sometimes you have to structure calls. and There could and be an AI buying agent, but there couldn't be an AI selling agent. There could be no, an AI I, buying agent. I reckon there could be both. There could be one that scrapes on and off market properties because we're doing that and then sends the info to the buyer and books says, yes, I want to see X, Y, Z, books in viewings with the agents and then... That's the same on the selling side. Creates though. them a script to negotiate. Yeah, it could actually but negotiate. That's, a, that's the selling side. That's both. That is just an, that's just an, that's us as Cut well. Cut the cameras. I think we've got a business idea. <laughs> Don't release that. Get off the, the uh, LinkedIn live. Oh <laughs> shit, we're live. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Who's on the live? Um, oh god. We just hit the jackpot, boys. Just hit the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I do. I believe. I, I believe that ultimately that, that, that it's going to get to a point where people won't, or they won't need as many. Mm. You're not going to need two or three negotiators. Yeah. If you've got one person very good at their job and can add value to clients and knows how to manage things and the emotional side and and, and that, well, a lot of it's then done. I think. Yeah, it's I think really putting aside AI, if you're talking about real estate and you know coming from a very large corporate company, Thanks, mate. I think unless you're a deal doer and you're yeah. you know client facing, there's not going to be a, a space for you prior to AI anyway. If you're not bringing income yeah. to these big businesses and your managerial level and you're not bringing anything to the table, and you're just a manager. Yeah. That's why I think managerial places, um, support staff. Oh. Can't reach me. Oh, fair enough. You can. Well, I can, I'm just gonna have to look. I'm nervous this. about this. I'm nervous. I'm just moving. Oh, do you wanna do it? Uh, so I'm not really. I don't wanna knock anything over. Dan, make yourself um, useful. Yeah. Can yeah, I get, can just, I, um, just, uh, can I give another aspect of how I think it could dramatically change our industry? The How whole... much do you need to bloody twist this? To... Yeah, my, oh, my, my arm is shaking by the end. Thank you, sir. Um, and I actually was speaking to a lady earlier. <sighs> the whole legal system. 
Oh my fucking god! Oh, in the UK, I think AI real estate. and blockchain and stuff can absolutely like it needs it. It needs like, an let, overhaul. Let, let's let's break it down, right? Let's let's break quickly down. Yeah, touch upon blockchain. Break it like, down now. Like searches, searches are what taking. <laughs> Come on, keep rapping. Right. Um, <laughs> searches what take like ten days, eight nine working days can or so to come down. Can be more can depending be more. on depending on local councils. So that is. Probably a search which has been done, God knows. How many, how many people are selling in a borough at one time? Like Thousands. A thousand or so? Maybe, maybe less. But either way, all those people have, have you know, uh, got the same search. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me. Something that takes me eight days. How the fuck can anything in this day take eight fucking days when, like, my neighbour down the road has got it, but I just don't <laughs> know each other? It's what actually happens when someone applies for searches? Well, so a lawyer applies for searches. Yeah. What actually happens in I the background? I think an email gets sent to the council. It's the council. You pay for it. It's like two, three hundred So is it a physical job? There's like someone actually search, physical... Search. I mean, it all comes someone back, has to physically all, do something? It all comes back electronically. So, so is there's nothing processing. physical in the post. Is this like a land registry? Like it's just click, like a... Com- that's your file. It's just like a computer says no. But it's like, it's just because they've got so many happening and they don't do it at the same time. So it takes too long. So it's not like, like you've got like, to go into like a library. Oh, no, <laughs> no. no. And if you did, you did it the same thing for the neighbour two weeks ago. Yeah. So why do they need to go back and do it again? It's, it's, they it's only like last for six months, so I get that. Yeah, but then it, fine, like update it every six months and then just, it's It's, it's just crazy. like, it's my, that's my, and then like the cert, like, and then, so then you go to the inquiries, okay? Mm. Let's say I bought the house five years ago. Like my, the, the buyer's lawyer is probably going to raise 90% the same inquiries as my lawyer raised when I was buying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes all my time and the lawyer to go through them one by one and get all the same paperwork as it had beforehand when really you should have a centralized, you know, cloud where you can dip in and you can get all the, all the inquiries that I had. Yeah. Send it straight to the buyer. 90%, 70, 80% of those will be answered within a second. You should be able to have a search and have all the inquiries and literally have to pack Within 24 over, hours. Within 24 hours. Yeah. They can review it. They can say, there's a couple more bits because we all know a few bits happen. There's going to be a few change, extra inquiries. Change a few bits internally. Change a few bits. And like, we want a few more certificates, X, Y, and Z. But like, why are we waiting? Like 10 days for searches, like 10 days potentially for them to raise inquiries unless you've got, you know, you're high end in the market and pay, pay for very good solicitors. And two or three days in to review the inquiries. It's bizarre in mm. dubai you can buy a property in one day so how does it work like i because educate me on that process why is it different like how why can you do that tell me do you know why yet i will find out and really, let you I'd know be really interested. but i think that's more for the new build stock uh, inventory sorry i hate the word stock um i think if it's second hand inventory so a house has been lived in and it's being sold again not from a developer from an actual individual seller then i think lawyers are involved and they probably do some sort of, I don't, I don't, let me find out for you. Really but I know you can buy a property in a day. Here, you can't do that. You definitely can't do no, that. No. Yeah. Unless you're going to take a view uh, on absolutely yeah. everything. You almost just exchange contracts. If it's like the deal of the century, no one's going to do that. Yeah. yeah. And I agree with you. I think, you know, relating to <laughs> AI. I didn't even try to be funny there. Like, I was just saying, it's, yeah. It's insane. Like, yeah. The, the property market so. in London, how you acquire an asset it has to change. And I think mm. the use of AI and speeding things up will inevitably, as I said, the, the, my friend's company, as I said, as I said, my I friend's had. company, the, the valuation yeah, yeah, yeah. side of things, that's been, you know, it's been the same way how you, how you value a property for the last 150 years. Yeah. That's now going to change. So I think the same will be how you acquire property. Can I, no, you didn't get it. Can I ask you a question? I didn't get it. Right. This is a good question. One sec, one sec. Oh. 
do we think that with the way AI is going, how quickly it's evolving and, and rapidly evolving, what's that, what's that? that in some at some point in time in the future, yeah, okay, yeah, you'll get emailed a, a link, a brochure from a from an AI bot. You like the property. You're still going to have to probably book in a viewing, but there might get to a point where virtual reality and everything else is so high tech that literally you put on a headset and you feel like you know it's like, like live. A 3D, live. The screw the three D yeah, goggles. They, well, yeah, but let's say they get so good where it's almost live and VR. you see everything and it's like, oh my god, I literally feel like I'm sat here in the yeah. room now. That's VR. Okay, they do. They you can do that these yeah, days. Yeah, but I, it's, I, yeah. Okay, well, let's say VR is amazing, like ten times what it is now. And then you think, okay, sat down, you go, right, okay, love, let's, we can buy, let's buy this place, okay? And then you take your headset off, you go online and you go, it's like Amazon, you press, buy now. Mm. I mean, you happens. can't. No, but do you think that at, be some, like, at some point? Why, why, why do you say you can't? Unless the point, UK um, transaction model changes. Blockchain. Yeah, this is it. But can it at some point? I'm not saying it's now. It's just so old fashioned. Will it in the future? Yes. Yes. Maybe. Yes. You, can, you can click and buy. Yes. But if this you, old fashioned you, you process. You reverse five years. There was no such thing as Amazon Prime. I know. You, I, can order, I could order something now and it would be at my front door tomorrow morning. Mm. Yeah, five years ago, you would say that's insane. You can and that's actually, five years. You can now say, Alexa, buy toothpaste and it'll do yeah. it. Yeah. So in answer to your question, yes. Whether people will adopt it and actually use it, perhaps for the overseas clients who make those decisions at the moment now anyway. Mm. But I think for your normal Mr. or Mrs. Smith who live in a £250,000 average home, which you know is 95% of the UK population and the world's population, I would say that wouldn't work for them. You know, I've dealt with buyers and tenants who won't buy or rent something unless they feel a good karma or a nice energy yep. about the house. Yep. You can never get no. that on yep. a VR set. Yep. So I think, yes, it yep. will be there 100%. Yep. I think we're only a year or two away from getting our phones out, going on Instagram mm. and saying, hey guys, just visited this building. Um, you can um, invest in it. I've just invested in it. Click the link below yeah. and you can do so too. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we're quite close to that. Fraction so I think, yes, so? in, yeah, yeah, in answer yeah. to question, whether people will adopt Not it. I personally, I wouldn't. Yeah. Like I would want to go and see every yeah. nook and cranny, which I'm sure you could with the VR set. Yeah. But it, it doesn't change. No. But even the then, after that viewing, let's just say you then book it with the bot and you go, hey, mister, yeah, I'm going to go and see it tomorrow at 10 a.m. And then you go and see it at 10 a.m. And by 11, you've pressed buy. Mr. Who? I can you see You press that. buy. You press I... purchase now. You said Mr. Mr. Bot. I thought you said Mr. Yo. It's my um, yeah. AI platform. No, I'm joking. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I agree. I think it's, it's going that way. I think yeah. we've given people so many business ideas in this one podcast. Should we just cancel this podcast? We have probably, we could literally, like you can this be. Is, this is where the value is though. Yeah, I know. In helping other, not helping, in not I have, I've back. just had like three business ideas just in the space of this half an hour I've been chatting. Mm. Well, 40 minutes or so. Yeah. It's coming. Well, everything it's that coming. happened, what we've is... got proof that, we've got proof that it happened here first. So technically we could have, yeah. you know, a stake in, in the business. We just got to go out and By the way, the like if you do have an idea and you require investment, um, don't ask us. Come and speak. <laughs> come and speak to the three if entrepreneurs. Want, if you want to invest in us, come and speak to the three entrepreneurs. We're we're open and we have um, liquid capital that we might uh, <laughs> invest with our monopoly money <laughs> because we don't work in a corporate and we work, earn real money here. Anyway, so next question. Yeah. 
and drinking three-figure bottles of wine on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, baby. Why not? Why not? Right. We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Can AI algorithms? Oh, can AI algorithms accurately predict property investment opportunities and potential risks? Mm. I mean, what do you mean by risk? As in what things that might occur because in the next few years? Risks, um, as in like you shouldn't buy this because X. Wow, I mean, imagine it again. It could scrape data such as crime rates. Um, you know, the might be a good investment if it's in a if it's in a bad. Uh, What's the word? Bad crime area? How? Low, low, no, a high, high crime rate area. Live here. Because you will get robbed. Oh, come <laughs> on. Like, I was born and raised in London. You'd never go to Tottenham when I was a kid. Like, at 10 p.m. in the dark by yourself. You wouldn't walk around. Yeah, you still wouldn't. Now. No, now. <laughs> Unless you come back from the yeah. Hotspur Stadium. <laughs> now. Okay, you guys aren't as streetwise as me. But now, <laughs> it's okay. Brixton, Brixton, as a kid... There was shootings and stabbings there all the time. Dan nods his head. Didn't you grow up near there? No, I grew up. Dan was doing the stabbings. Oh, no, you live Walthamstow. in Walthamstow. No, he lives in Walthamstow. Oh, very privileged. Oh. He's such a so privileged man. So you went the man. other way. <laughs> <laughs> Mum and dad kicked him out. That was it. That was out in the street. Get over to Walthamstow. Did you? <clears throat> okay. Well, maybe nice. you... You want to come on us again? And welcome on. That would be a real turn of You went with Daniel Daggers, you went for the cheap dad. We went for the cheap dad. Because we earn a lot of money because we don't work at the corporate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's great. That's great. Oh, uh, God. No offence. No offence. Um, well, no. So, yes, potentially it could highlight, you know, but I think, yeah. yes, it will... I mean, yes, it can scrape any data that's out there. You know, it can see perhaps a declining market in a certain area if it has access to all of the sales in that neighborhood. And it can see over the last two years that the trend is the selling prices are going down, 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 down. Or mm. perhaps it could see an area that's increasing. Yeah. You know, I'm sure it will have yeah, access. I'm, any, I'm sure. Anything that's on the internet, yeah. any data, data that is released, yeah. it will have access to. Yeah. So therefore, I imagine it will be able to predict certain things, mm. which is why also it's pretty bloody scary. Yeah. Because you're thinking of something that can predict trends in the future, not just 100%. real estate, any anything, sector. any this sector. It. Well, it does, doesn't it? Did I read somewhere before that people are making money from this on the stock market? Probably. Maybe. Where they're putting all the data I into believe it that. and they're saying like, look at past performing like sectors they, they, and companies and, and see the spike and then let me know when a spike is going to come on a future company. I think people are doing that. Am I right in thinking that an algorithm is basically AI? It's a good question. I did, I, because I'm I know there's algorithms that sure. trade for you. I'm not entirely I was, sure. I used to be in um, sure stockbroking and commodities yeah. broking. Yeah. So. What did you sell? One piece shares in the Wolf of <laughs> Wall Street. Chip, yeah. <laughs> Pink slips. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. Pink slips. I was going to post something on Instagram and uh, <coughs> stop myself. Very bad time in my life. I oh, actually touched upon it in the first podcast. Oh yeah, the yeah, first podcast. In the first podcast I touched yes. upon it and I stopped myself because it was a very was funny con- time in my yeah, life. Yeah. Conned people, conned uh, scammers. You were scamming. You? I don't. I don't actually know you to this day people? what the business was up to. No, but it was weird. Really? Yeah, very weird. Basically, the only way I can describe it. I, I, the real Wolf of Wall Street, like if you if you look at a film called The Boiler Room, which came out way before The Wolf of Wall Street, that's what it's like. Not glamorous. Like my boss used to take my chair away and make me stand up to project my voice down the telephone. And he wouldn't give me that chair back until um, I 
convince people to receive a brochure. My job was uh, an opener. Mm. And then there was the closer, the senior broker. Yeah. As junior broker, I was an opener. So I had to um, like get yeah, them excited get about excited. the business and want them to receive our yeah. investment brochure. And um, I had a target of hitting, I can't remember, it was like four or five brochures a day. Mm. That's quite low, isn't it? Uh, it's decent. And then the we'd have a second call. It was called the second call. Are these cold calls, by the way, sorry? Cold call. Cold call. Oh, wow. Yeah, people I've never met before. Then I had to do a second call, which was to convince them to speak to the, ju- the, uh, sorry, the senior broker. The senior broker would have two more calls or one call and then close them. Wow. And initially it was commodities um, and then uh, stocks. So it was called placements. So we were helping people float onto the market. So very similar nice. to... Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, because they did Steve Madden, but it was on a much smaller Steve scale. Steve Madden. <laughs> yeah, that. like when I left that, that industry, that the film came out, and I was just like, "Fuck." Because his job was connector. PTSD. It's, it's honestly, his it's bad. <laughs> it, it, it was, it was bad. Story for another day, another podcast. I'll save it. Um, let's get to the Q and A. Great. Let's do it. Do you have any questions from anybody you received online? There, yeah, there was one that came through <clears throat> uh, from Donna Duron, who is a fantastic interior designer. Um, she said, "He's getting he's getting money from people on the side, isn't he?" <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Give me give me a fiver, I'll shout you out. Fiver, is that it? Wow, you're so cheap. <laughs> um, plug, says, in the, plug in the website. Can an agent be arrogant, or do they have to kill people with kindness? Oh, good question. Good question. Um, for me, I mean, look, how in my career I've, I've always dealt with is, is kindness is everything. Um, you always want to get people on your side. Mm. Um, you want to be, you know, treated how uh, you would treat others. So, um, see, I, I disagree with that. Okay. That sentence. Why? Um... It feels like deja vu because I feel like we've spoken about this before. It does feel like deja vu. I, just that sentence, treat others how you want to be treated. Mm. But I might want to be treated a different way to Alex, how Alex wants to be treated, how you might want to be treated, how Dan might want to be treated. Yeah. So I always think treat other people how they want to be treated. But anyway, I'll let you... But surely uh, you would want to be treated in a nice way. Like I would treat you in the same respect that I would want you to treat me. Sure, but there's, you know, clients are different. Some client might want, you know, to hear from you once a week, once every other week. Yep. Another client might want to hear from you every single day. Mm-hmm. You know, so people want to be treated True. differently. Yep. Subjective in a Subjective. way. But I get, the, yeah. I get the gist of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But for me then, of course, when we get to this stage, latter end, you know, this latter stages of our career. Latter stages? Not really latter stages. Hopefully, <laughs> We're just <but> starting. Later. <laughs> later stages. Later stages of our career. Um, having that, decisiveness and having that um cutting edge cutting edge where you can then flip mm. you know you've used your kindness in a way that works for us part of ourselves isn't it you know we've almost got people on our side we've mm. built rapport with them we've got them into a place where we want them but then ultimately you've got to do what you've got to do for the client to get the deal done to get the price that they want you know to negotiate the extra fifty thousand pounds not you know not not open up a, a window of opportunity for a buyer so mm. um kindness is everything though i i believe because you want to have long relationships with brokers um, and people around you who you're going to do lots of business with in the future. Mm. And if you create a relationship with someone which is almost a bit toxic and poisoned, then, you know, 
They might not offer you opportunities for your clients. You know, when you get to negotiation, they might not want to negotiate with you. And suddenly like, it's then not, it's a personal thing. Mm. And obviously when you're negotiating, you almost have to put those personal relationships aside because it's business. Yeah. So there's a real, you know, it's a real mixture, isn't Interesting. it? Interesting. Before I answer it, do you want to add anything? Arrogance or kindness? Firstly, I think um, this Dana has obviously had an experience of agents being arrogant mm -hmm. to her before. I've worked with her, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> it wasn't me. It makes perfect sense. It wasn't me. Does she also think they're passive aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, which is a shame um, because it, people are discriminatory, if, if that's the word. Like when they do have an experience of someone of a certain ilk, they will then try and, you know, paint them with the paint same brush, with the same brush mm. all of those people mm. in that category. It's just human nature, which is a shame. That's why we have such a bad name because people mm. have bad experiences with people that are in the marketplace with, with estate agents, um, which is why we're trying to take away ourselves away from the estate agency and become more of an advisor. Mm. Uh, but anyway, my, my answer would be, there is a, a, I think you should be confident um, but not arrogant. And I know there's a fine line between the two. And I can see how we would come across as arrogant in some instances. And I think when you're negotiating as well, especially us, we, an advisory is someone who tells someone what they don't particularly want to hear, but what they need to hear. Mm. Whereas I think an estate agent is someone who tells their clients or buyers things they want to hear just to get a deal done, yeah. which yeah. can be a lie. Yeah. Um, so I think as advisors, sometimes we might be hated by our clients, but at the end of the day, we're telling them the right thing to do. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and also one more thing, like going back to subjective and people being different, one of my ex-girlfriends might call me arrogant, but Harriet, my fiance, might think I'm confident. And, like, and that's a really, and just to add on to that <clears> in <throat> terms of like a, a real estate analogy, um, you, I've pitched, I was recently closed on the sale of a house and the clients were American. And when we went to pitch for that business, we were having to, you know, you know, bang on our chest saying, we've done this, we've done this, we've sold this, we've sold this, this is our career sales to date because the American brokerage model expects you to, you know, say how good you are and what you've done. Yeah. So that could be borderline arrogance. But then this afternoon, we're going to meet a couple in their 80s yeah. We're obviously not going to do that. Yeah. We're going to be going there, you know, guards down, very relaxed, very calm, um, you know, very gentle, very kind. So, mm. you know, I agree, like on the other side, how they perceive you could be different from different people, but how we portray ourselves to other people, like we have to be chameleons. Like yeah. we will, you know, to different people, we have to maybe portray some arrogance slash confidence. But as you said, the, the line is very fine between the two. Yeah. And a different client, you're not going to do anything like that. And you're going to try and kill them softly with kindness. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You um, have to be comedians. That's yeah. how you deliver the message. Comedians? Or is that what I said? No, chame chameleons. Said chameleons. Oh, he was like, yes, we have to be comedians. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, Al. You're the comedian. In Mr. Infotainment. That should be your hashtag, Mr. Infotainment. Yes. Well, it's an upgrade from Mr. Core. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Core, Core is, is anything below a million pounds. <laughs> well, don't we're laughing like dickheads. Like, can yeah, you afford true. a million pound home yourself? <laughs> well, I can. No, it was uh, a good question. That was, that was a really good question. Yeah, nice question. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, very good question. Thank you, uh, Dana Duron. Have we got one last question? Yeah, we do. What is your favourite part about having a podcast? Oh, good question. 
Um, my favourite part about having this podcast. To be fair, I, I mean, I far, I just thoroughly enjoy what we're, like having these conversations. I we, mm. we have a oh, lot of fun. Oh, get lost. No, we do though, don't we? We have a lot of fun. You don't want to sit here, speak to us. No, we have a lot, but we do. It's true. wicked. It's, we have a lot of fun doing it. Um, I It's nice to be able to also just chat in you know about real estate in general and see mm. everyone's different you know different opinions and we have a laugh doing it as well it's lovely obviously getting the response from the people who listen like we all get so many like, it's amazing messages don't we you well, know i mean yesterday so an answer question yesterday i went for um i went for coffee with uh, a broker who was over from australia i'm thinking like right we're here in in marlebone so you've got property up to a million to sell. So. <laughs> He's a broker and um, deals with, you know, similar to us, three to 10 million, um, you know, uh, prime, lower, lower super prime. And this is a guy in Australia who's listening to our podcast. And for me, I was like, wow. And he was just saying, like, he loves how natural and relaxed it is. And, you know, as you just said, like, we've got no script. Mm. We have the heading of what we're going to be talking about, and we have a couple of questions that come in. Yeah. Apart from that, we're just three guys having a chat yeah. in front of four cameras that you know we don't even think about. Mm. And like we're so lucky, you know. I met you a year and a half ago. I met you a year ago, mm. but we have in you know so many people message us and comment saying you know the camaraderie that we've got. That it's just you know mm. the banter, but then there's the serious element. Like it's just enjoyable. Yeah. Like I look forward to when we have the filming mm. yes yeah, and and that's so cool like we're yeah. pushing content out there hopefully helping people you know pushing content out pushing our own brands out there and just having a chat with mates 100%. over a glass of wine yeah we should actually have a three toast. figure you should have some benji how did you yeah you've got to rate it benji go on have a good old swig again that is a three figure bottle of wine <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Why don't you guys try it? <laughs> <laughs> just me then. Um, but no, it's, it's just, um, you know, three That's guys having a chat yeah. in the afternoon. Yeah. Just cracking on. Yeah. Um, what do you like it, Al? The money. <laughs> <laughs> we make no money. <laughs> no money. This is a negative. It's costing <laughs> us <Yeah>. money. <laughs> this is a red. This is a red. On I Alex love, love spending money. <laughs> I love spending money love and spending then getting money. nothing back. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. that is actually it's like um, I, I feel I feel a bit of an obligation um, mm. and a duty to actually do this. I don't think anyone in our industry. Maybe they do, but I haven't done the research. And I'm sorry if you if you do have a podcast, but I haven't heard it. But I feel a bit of a duty and obligation to give back to our industry. Yeah. Um. I think our main listener is people who work in our industry or people that want to get into our industry, um, who want to be in the positions that we're in today. Mm-hmm. So when I speak, I feel like I'm speaking to them, and this industry has done a lot for me, and I feel like I need to give back mm-hmm. to whether you want to call it the universe or like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Manifest it. Like yeah. Yeah. That's Thanks, nice. man. I like that. Thank That's you. Nice. I agree. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. To the yeah. That's, that'll to be the, my answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, it's nice. Yeah. But how can people repay yeah? us back? Money, baby. Ten <laughs> percent or whatever you make. <laughs> We're not a charity. <laughs> Especially if you make an AI bot that starts negotiating. Yeah, true. <laughs> or a buying, buying agency. agency. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to add before we wrap it up? No, I think that's um, 
apart from that, people can repay us back by liking and subscribing. And you yeah, sorry, yeah. that's what I should have said. Yeah. Pay the fee. Yeah, that was, that's yeah, that's what you're going about. That's what you're going, 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 going right. Than the money side. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, yes. Uh, Sort again. code is <laughs> account number <laughs> sixteen. <laughs> Good joke, Ollie. Now my sort code is. <laughs> I, I made that joke. Yeah, but we'll cut that bit. I make the jokes. <laughs> we can't make, you're, we can't make no. the jokes. You're the we're chameleon. Just... I'm the comedian. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> All right. So, um, yes, if you gain something, if you, you know, started a big AI bot business, remember to uh, share the podcast <laughs> as a thanks to us. Uh, if you go and make billions of pounds um, and also like and subscribe, um, rate it five stars leave a comment all questions from now on have to go into the comment section of the podcast uh, and then we'll pick them up over the week and then answer them in the next podcast so please don't dm us any questions thank you very much um where can people find you at benji.weinberger where can people find you at oliver.ingles and that's on instagram right that's yes. on instagram that's instagram yeah. okay uh, i'm alex underscore Evagora. um we've been the three entrepreneurs today thank you very much for listening to episode number were we eight 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 wow yeah wow so far we've come brilliant yeah yeah what are we doing like 45 minutes these podcasts aren't they a bit more a bit more bit more now six hours bye six hours. okay <laughs> thank you very much for listening thank you. we'll see you on the bye. next podcast see you later to the, to the, to to the jingle, jingle. <laughs>